graduation was iffy for me. I don't know about you, but, you know, because I was pregnant and went away, Mm -hmm. there was this idea that I might not graduate. Welcome to our podcast. We're a mother-daughter duo with a twist. I'm Taya, and I was adopted. And I'm Roz, her birth mom. I went on a search at the age of 36, and I found her. Listen in as we come together to unpack the layers of our journey. Hello, I founders. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. You know, Roz, I had a beautiful conversation with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, and she expressed to me that she thought that our theme around mental health was something that could kind of be extended out for a few more episodes. And, you know, I really took to heart what she shared and I thought it's a good idea. So we're going to kind of stay in the realm of mental health, but this time with the topic focused on graduation, right? Mm -hmm. May is the month for all types of graduations. You've got your elementary, your middle, your high school, and then of course the college graduations. So I think this is going to be a pretty interesting time for us today, Roz, because graduation for each of us was a very defining moment in our lives, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes. Graduation was iffy for me. I don't know about you, but, you know, because I was pregnant and went away, Mm -hmm. there was this idea that I might not graduate. Yeah, that was a, a, a defining moment, as you said, on whether I would graduate or not. Yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting thing for us to unpack because, yeah, it, it, it was definitely, like you said, it was iffy for you. So, yeah, we've got a lot of memories um, around this time of year. When you, when you sent to me some of the articles to prepare for our topic today, I found myself thinking in so many different areas. Um, what about you? Did you find yourself kind of going back in time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's kind of like a roller coaster ride, if you want to call it that, because you really don't know from moment to moment, month to month, what's going to happen in graduation. You hope it's going to be a wonderful celebration, right? You get the cap and gown and you get all the graduation parties. I'm thinking specifically high school, but of course, you know, elementary and middle school and maybe even kindergarten, we had some fun graduation moments or promotion, which I think they called it versus graduation. But yeah, it's it's a different feeling that I get. But I actually feel a bit excited talking about that today, Taya. How about you? I think so too. I mean, I've, I I will say that that there was a lot to consider, and I think it's because I probably have the the sharpest memory of 
of life as an 18 year old, 19 year old, than when we've talked about, you know, some of my, some of the things that were happening at a younger stage in life. I, I have a lot more like memory that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this so very vividly um, compared to other times in my life. So I'm, I'm looking forward to us kind of, kind of unpacking that. Uh, so, so with that in mind, kind of going back to, you know, you shared quite a few articles to help us kind of get some framework. And, and one of the articles talked about um, the emotions that typically can come up for an adoptee because, you know, they're, they're 18 now, which is a major marker in their life. Um, another article you sent focused on teen pregnancy and I think definitely we're going to unpack that. And then another article as well focused on mental health. And I think we forget that, as it said in one of the articles, moving through the, the, the years of you know elementary through middle to high is probably one of the most structured times of a person's life, right? They've got a routine mm -hmm. down. Right. Um, and 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 so by the time they get to this point of being 18, it's kind of the the culmination of a journey. You know, the attainment of a very specific, huge goal. And it definitely can be an exciting time. And it was an exciting time um, for both of us, I think, in different ways. But it also has all these other emotions that come along with it because if I even go back to, you know, my time of graduating, it was also a time of loss because my core group of friends that I had, each of us kind of had a, a journey ahead, you know, going off to college. I didn't actually go away for college, but all of my friends in such a way did. So there was that separation for me of that core group of friends, um, all the activities that we were doing um, in our last year of high school. So, so I do think for a lot of people, even though it's a very exciting time, it's a transition time. And so with that transition can be a mix of emotions. What do you think? Yes, it is. And because it was different for me, you know, you go to high school with uh, and have all kinds of friends. And then my senior year, I couldn't go back to the school because the principal said school had already started after I had you. And it was too late to join in my senior year. So I did like an independent study. So, you know, it's it's like I'm glad I was still able to graduate on paper. Mm -hmm. But I miss the activities, the the proms, the grad night, the, you know, fun with friends. And it was an all-girl Catholic school. So, okay. you know, we had the, the all-boys schools to associate with for parties and activities. But um, I missed out because I didn't know if I would graduate in the beginning it was like, okay, you're too late. And so you're thinking, okay, now what? So I was just, I guess, grateful that there was another option for me to still graduate 
on paper and take pictures at a private studio with the cap and gown and, and all that good stuff to feel that as though I graduated. So I still had the excitement of it, but I was anxious actually to move on and go away to college, but I just didn't know where I would go. What about you? Yeah, let me let me step back though, because I think it's interesting for you when you, like you said, because you um, went away the summer before your senior year, and by the time of giving birth to me, that would have been October. Mm -hmm. um, and so, when when does school when did school start? for you back then September. was it September okay so you were mm -hmm. you were just within what probably a couple of weeks shy of yeah the starting date for your senior year yeah I would say a month you know month. because okay you know you don't walk out of the hospital right. Abby, giving true. birth to a child and then yes. walking to a classroom so I think there was school started like right after Labor Day in September. Okay. And then maybe mid-October is probably when I was trying to get back into high school. Yeah. So that's the timing of it. Yeah. So you were, school had been well established and started by the time you would have returned home. And therefore, like you said, there was a lot of uncertainty as to if you would even graduate. So how did that come about for you? Um, how did you, you mentioned the working, you know, doing your study at home, but how did you even arrive at that option? Uh, there was a determination to try to finish high school. And it was my first time hearing about home study. Okay. So that's what we worked out with the principal that I would get materials every week, turn it in, get graded, you know, as though I was going to the classes, but actually doing it home study. And by doing that, then I got like a part-time job and I was able to work and do other things in addition to the home study to sort of get ready for graduation. And I was already told you won't be able to you know, walk down the aisle and have the whole ceremonial stuff, but you could get your diploma. Okay. So you were doing home study well before what really, really became home study when, when we had the COVID and the pandemic yes. time frame, right? Oh my goodness. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. That's what the kids were doing during COVID. Yeah. And, and not on a like computer. Right, exactly. And mm -hmm. didn't it seem like it was a major shift for the students during the pandemic to go to home study? Mm -hmm. And, you know, 50 something years ago, I was doing it. So yeah. that is kind of interesting. And, and the other thought I just had, too, is you didn't have, as they did, a teacher coming up on a screen kind of yeah. teaching you. This was you having to learn this on your own? Is yes. that how you did it? Wow. Yeah, my mom probably helped. And I'm sure I wasn't like so independent that I didn't, you know, and maybe there was a way to write questions. I don't remember. 
but maybe there was a way when I submitted homework because everything was through the mail. Okay. Um, I probably could ask questions if I had a problem or could call someone Yeah. in between. Yeah, but still a very, very different way to kind of wrap up a major milestone. Right. I'm Senior I'm years, so glad. Yeah. a major. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it was there any point if you remember during that year where maybe it was so difficult the studying or what you were trying to learn that that it became, you know, like frustrating or 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 was there ever a doubt that you were going to pass all of the courses to graduate? Well, I'm going to have to pat myself on the back for that. I was really, really good, really good in school. Okay. I seemed to pick up on things. You know, now I have to read things three times before it sinks in. <laughs> but back in those days, I caught on quickly. I got really good grades in school. Okay. I mean, almost straight A's, to be honest, because it was like it my brain processed it well. Okay. And while I was used to asking a lot of questions, I felt like, okay, I got it. I understand it. And the few times I didn't, I think I had access to someone or something to find the answer for it. So I don't remember feeling overwhelmed or frustrated or I can't do this. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to graduate. I don't remember that at all. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's so good that that wasn't part of it for you to to worry because you didn't have, you know, the ability to understand and the fact that you were so smart, are so smart. And and it and it allowed you, you know, to to pursue and finish. That's that's just an amazing thing to think about. And so so like you said, you did get to kind of do the official pictures at a at a um, professional studio and 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 so you had your look of of your cap and gown and and all of that yeah. do you remember how you felt you know still kind of having that marker of hey you know what i i got i've got the diploma i'm taking the pictures yeah it's official Yes, it made it official. It put a stamp of completion. And now you are truly a graduate from high school without all the hoopla that all the other girls were going through and being inside of a classroom environment. But I did feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And that was the ultimate motive to finish high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I just thought of just now, too, is... Because you, because this, this is, you would have to fill in the blanks if this is the case, but I'm thinking there was some level of isolation for you because you weren't probably spending as much time, if at all, with your friend group that final year. You mentioned that you did go to work as a part-time job. Um, so I think there's a part of me that's just wondering if in dealing with the loss of placing me for adoption and coming back home and then 
you know, pursuing your, your final year, do you think there was any part of your, of you that was like, I've got to do this, you know, because this happened, but, and I, and I just need to finish. I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering if there was something that kind of stirred up or kicked up in you that's like, I've got to finish. Oh yeah. It was definitely a goal to finish. And no, I could not associate with the friends I had in school because it was such a secret. So how could I go out or meet them somewhere mm -hmm. and be a part of an activity that it's like, well, why aren't you in school? But yet we see you having all this fun or doing something else. So I did miss that. But, you know, I had started a little part-time job and I had my family and I didn't really miss it, but I'm sure if I could go back into my brain of a 17-year-old, 18-year-old, I probably missed some things because I was a cheerleader and mm -hmm. I was involved with activities at school. And so it's like, wow, like can't be a cheerleader anymore. I can't do this anymore. And there were probably other extracurricular activities that I might have been involved in, like most high school kids are, but I couldn't do that anymore. So I had to reframe what my life was going to be like. And work became the part that filled the void. Okay. Having a, a job filled the yeah. void. Wow. So I'm learning something new. Just like in our last episode, I learned that you were a tomboy and that you like to fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm learning that you were a cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, so yeah. And when bombs. I. Oh, it was so much fun. And in the school that I went to, the cheerleaders, we had to put on a show each grade level, 9, 10, 11 and 12. We put on a show during the spring, I believe. And we had the music and we choreographed our cheers to certain songs and themes. And we had costumes. It was so much fun. I'm sure I would have done another great job as a senior, but. <laughs> oh my God. And it was competitive. It was a competitive thing we did. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. I don't know if we, if, if we did talk about this before, it's 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 like it's as new to me right now because I when I was in high school I attempted to be a cheerleader and then there was also the opportunity to be a part of um, the school's dance team dance production um, where we put on a show in the spring every year and it was a big deal because there was it was like a two hour kind of event, you know, people come and there's, we do all these different choreographed dances. And I had the decision to make when I tried out for cheerleading and I also tried out for the dance team, which one? And I opted for the dance team, right? Mm, and yeah. so to hear you mention that you were, you know, a cheerleader and you guys had to choreograph and put on this big show, that's what I ended up doing, you know, in Ooh. my high school years as being a part of this dance production team. And 
we would um, have to learn so many dances. There would be so many rehearsals after high school, after school each day, sometimes on Saturdays. And, and then of course the big production that we would do at the end and, and all that comes with that. I'm just thinking, wow, that's an interesting parallel for both of us it to is. have been you know, involved and- in dance. Right. Isn't that amazing? I know. That we had similar likes of what we did. Now, in a, as a cheerleader, you know, of course, we had our basketball team and mm-hmm. our girls' uh, softball team and volleyball. You know, we had sports-oriented things as well, and we competed against other high girl high schools in the community or in the city or district, whatever it was called. So, yeah, we did the sports stuff, but we also had the fun stuff. And you yeah. found a way to combine that and then take it on to, like, recently, because I know that you were a praise dancer at your church for many years. Yeah. So look at how we've shifted similarities and still had traits of that I know. in our adult life. Yeah, I guess that's part of uh, if we were to tap into, you know, the the genetic piece of things, right? Maybe there yes. was just that part of me that, you know, again, you're you're doing life and unbeknownst, you find that you have similar interest, you know? Yes. So that's just yes. so I, cool. I think we probably, you know, since we've been reunited, I think we might have touched on it, but it, it's really interesting how through the podcast, we're remembering certain things and finding a way for it to fit in to what we're talking about on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, like I, said, I would not have even thought about the fact that that was a similar part of our, our high school years um, that we both were involved in dance. <laughs> yes. Very yes. cool. Very cool. I yeah. Love that. I know. So, so yeah, I mean, I think if, if I was to, to, touch on kind of, again, you know, so both of us, you know, like you said, you were able to graduate um, and, and, and I was able to graduate. And for me, graduating, like I said earlier, there was, there was excitement, but there was also this sense of loss because my core group of friends, we all kind of went in our own different directions. And, 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 Going back to even thinking about that time of life, it was um, it wasn't that I knew what I wanted to do with my life. I, you know, when I think about how I'm, you know, observing the graduates, you know, of this year, you know, people are usually they're doing college tours and they're trying to figure out what college they want to go to, and and then they're selecting their college, and there's the whole um, party around that. And I remember not really being clear on what do I want to do post high school. And so I ended up, you know, going to, I started off by saying, well, at least I'm going to go to a junior college and, and, and figure out hopefully what it is that I'm supposed to do, uh, at some point down the road, it'll hopefully a career, will come along. But in the beginning, it was, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go to the community college in the area. What 
what do you remember? What was your transition after after graduation from high school? Yes, I immediately thought, just like you, you know, should I get a job? Should I go to college? There was a local community college I, I could have chosen. But out of the blue, I was invited to go to a college in another state. And I thought, oh, that would be wonderful to get away, to enjoy life from another perspective outside of where I grew up and meet new people. So I went far away to another state and it gave me the sense of independence that I can do this. I'm not afraid to try something different or new. Yes, it was weird being in another state, but I adapted, I think, fairly quickly within a month or so, sizing up the people, sizing up the, the dorms and the the class schedule and what I was going to do and pursue as a potential degree program. But, you know, freshman in college, you have to go through the core classes first yes. before you actually focus on a degree program. So, yeah, it it was like I knew I was going to continue education. I just didn't know where. So I was glad I had an opportunity to go away because I remember when I did come back, my parents were like, wow, you've grown. Mm -hmm. You're so much more mature. You're making decisions about your life. And who knows if I would have done that within a reasonable amount of time if I stayed home. Yeah. I'm glad I went away. I think it was in the plan for me to go away to help me develop after making the choices I made before graduation from high yeah. school. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so for me, you know, like I said, I, I did, I did start off at a junior college and working of course, part-time in there. Uh, but things weren't moving, you know, I think at a fast enough pace for me to say, Hey, I can have some level of autonomy and an independence in life. And, and, and I really, did have this desire to launch, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to move out from under my parents' home, but financially it wasn't happening, you know, I think at a pace that, that I thought was sufficient for me. And so I think for me, when I decided to go into the army, that was my kind of going away to college, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I did, you know, a year and a half at the community college and the army kind of became my next path. And I see it as, you know, a major transition for me that gave me the, the specific um, ability at that age to say, okay, I can separate and launch and figure out how to be an adult. And so the path of the army comes into play for me at the age of 19. All right, girl. All right. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so something I learned in our conversations is that my grandfather went into the army. Yes, he was an army person, but you know, he, my mom and the kids, 
because I think he just had my older sister at the time. He was able to go away to other states and serve at different uh, military bases, army bases, and then come home. I guess you get like a leave of absence or something. So they were able to see each other. But by the time I was born, I think he was just finishing up his tour of duty. And he did not have to go to war like in another country. He mm -hmm. was stateside or, you know, in the United States most of mm -hmm. the time. But yeah, okay. he did his tour of duty and he enjoyed it. We've got really cute pictures of him in his uniform. Oh, my gosh. I need to see those. I just think, again, right, there's another parallel of who would have thought that, you know, my grandfather would have served in the Army and, you know, of all the the branches, you know, I end up in the same branch as him by also going into right. the army. Just right. again, the connectors here, right? <laughs> yeah. And you have some cousin cousins. Yeah. You have a lot of cousins that served in the military too, various branches. But yeah. I think predominantly the army. Yeah. Yeah. So so one of the things too that that um I thought about is Although we're, you know, focusing on, well, we started off focusing on high school graduation. I do think it's important for us to kind of connect that, you know, over, although not a very linear way of like, oh, you graduate from high school, you do your four years of college, and then you, you know, step into your career. I think each of us kind of have winding paths to our career or our main job. Um, so I think it would be important for us to also connect, though, on, you know, I believe you did pursue and complete your undergrad degree, although at a later stage in life, just as me, I was also a later stage in life, but you did return back to college at a certain point, correct? Yes, I was 50 years old, the same age as you now. So listen. Oh. I got married after that year or so in college out of high school. And then it became all about marriage, children, raising them, and working. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, then it was like when the children were old enough or graduated from high school, you kind of feel like you're approaching an empty nest. Okay. where it's just you and your husband at home. And I thought, I wonder if I should go back to college. So I did. I did those working adults, accelerated uh, graduation programs to earn my bachelor's degree. And I was 50 years old. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. Yes. That's a huge marker. I mean, turning 50, right, is a huge marker. But to to have it, in a sense, culminate in you graduating with your undergrad degree, all the better. Yeah. And I was like, it was something I always wanted to do or finish, but life got in the way. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really, that was just for me. That degree was just for me. It was not for a job promotion, you know, unless was something that I was looking into for a promotion, but it was just for me. And someone asked, so are you going to continue to get a master's and a 
maybe a doctorate degree. I said, no, I'm good. I'm cool. <laughs> I got my bachelor's degree. Took me forever. But I'm good. I'm good with this. Yeah. And that's, that was a major uh, piece of satisfaction just for me. No one else. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. I, I, I know, you know, I said how both of us kind of had winding paths. So, yeah, because of my time in the military, you know, I was able to take classes, but not consistently, you know, like when I was, you know, stationed. But I, I officially was able to, you know, complete and, and arrive at my undergrad degree um, by the time I had moved to Texas. And so, you know, coming to Texas, kind of putting some roots here and deciding to invest back into a more full-time schedule with college, you know, then I was able to finally figure out my path and psychology, you know, kind of fit yeah. for me. And yeah. so my undergrad, you know, was for psychology. And then um, something that I think that's interesting is by the time I went ahead and, and pursued my master's degree to be in counseling, um, which is now my lead profession, we had connected at this point and you were able to share in that huge celebration of mine yeah. at my college university. Yeah. Oh, and I was not going to miss that for the world. When we reconnected and we were talking on the phone, discovering each other, and you talked about your life in the military and your marriage and your job, and then you were going to, and you did marathons. I mean, you were a very busy woman. And when you were talking about your master's degree, and I was like, what? You are going further in your education. How wonderful. Well, when is your graduation? And when you told me, it was like within a few months after we had connected. And I said, I'm coming. I will tell my job, look, I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm going to be gone for a week or two. <laughs> I am coming to your graduation because I wasn't a part of your previous graduations mm -hmm. from when you were little to middle school, high school your bachelor's degree, but I would not miss this graduation for your master's degree for anything in the world. And I'm so glad I came. And yeah. it was a wonderful experience. You were so happy. You were so excited. All the family and friends that were there to support you. And I got to meet all of them. And I thought, look at her. She's so adorable. She's made it to this far, and she has a career path where, where this degree is going to take her further. And I was so impressed with you, and I'm still impressed with you, Taya. Yeah, you know, hearing you say that, it's, it's interesting because where my brain went earlier is when, when you think about, like, the markers that we have in life, such as graduation and getting married. Those, those were things that we missed. You know, I was not 
with you to participate in your wedding. You know, I was not with you to participate um, in your degree, you know, graduation and vice versa. You were not with me on those particular markers. And so I think, you know, to have you present for my master's degree was almost like all of those years prior coming together right. in that moment and and for right. you to be present was such a significant and amazing experience yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i just it was I, like just, perhaps <laughs> perhaps our life came full circle without us knowing it that that marker of you finding me us traveling getting to know each other catching up or trying to fill some of the gaps of those 36 years i think attending your graduation was a culmination of everything all coming together that made our life more whole and more complete than we ever imagined mm -hmm. i i think god had his hands on all this and I keep saying that because I don't know if our destinations and our winding roads of getting to where we are now, even with this podcast, would have happened without some of these markers. Like you said, destiny, some of the things that we are doing were perhaps predestined. And I think God is still keeping his hands over us and our family, and our life together, and what we even do outside of life. You know, I'm retired now, but I was working when you met me. Mm -hmm. And so every time that we wanted to see each other, I remember I had to ask for time off from work. Oh, it's like, I'm just leaving because I have more important things to do. <laughs> and and it's like, no, I can't do that. I have to put in for vacation time. But I was always anxious to like, when's the next time we're going to see each other go together? And so coming to your graduation, it just felt like I've got to be there. I need to be there for my daughter because this is a totally huge celebration of life achievements. And we're together to celebrate it for each other. So yeah, I love you. I just love our story and what we did and still do together because it's still an impact of how the journey of life is so important and don't take it for granted. Yeah, that is so good. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking too that, you know, when I said earlier and we've kind of connected on the fact that we both kind of had winding paths but in those winding paths, there were similarities, you know, although not together, we are now able to say, well, I did a similar thing and, and I did a similar thing and I did a similar thing. And then at this point, you know, like you said, it's a culmination of a journey. And now the journey has our paths, although they were divergent, they've now come together and now we're able yes. to have a pace in how we do life where we're much more 
aligned with one another, connected to one another. And, and so all of those memories and, and, and such of various events, you know, they, they hold their place um, in our storyline, but it's like now we get to kind of, you know, create and develop the story moving forward. Yes, and just as we addressed graduation, our audience is experiencing the same thing. Their children or grandchildren mm -hmm. are graduating from high school or college. So they feel the significance of graduation. Our mental health has to be aligned with that yes. so that we're all in tune with helping the, the young adults feel the importance of their graduation. Don't take anything away from their joy because it's their moment mm -hmm. and you, they will see how life comes full circle as a result of graduation because that's a milestone and i i hope that our audience that is listening will recognize how align your mental health ensure the children and family members in your life have aligned their mental health to really celebrate this milestone because graduation only happens actually once for high school, once or twice for college, depending on how far you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have doctors in mm -hmm. my family because mm -hmm. they went on to pursue doctorate degrees. Yeah. And we're so proud of everyone who goes to college and who graduates from college to use it to their advantage. That's a defining moment that we should all celebrate and keep mental health as the focus of why we want to support our families and friends when they take this journey. Education, like they say, is the key to success in life. Wow, I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, that's an amazing kind of wrap up and summary, right? Yeah, bringing it yeah. back full circle. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So yeah, before we before we sign off, is there is there anything more that that you would share as even an antidote, a story that that's funny or or not before we kind of sign off today? Well, I can't think of a, a funny antidote, but it's like, I just want our audience and ourselves, Taya, to know that May is an important month. Yes, we celebrated mothers earlier, but now whether the graduation is in May and some graduations are in early June, celebrate, pat yourself on the back, feel the success of achievement and there might have been some struggles along the way, mm -hmm. some setbacks as I had. You, see how you could bounce back? Yeah, resilient. Forward. That resilience is there. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You have the magic within yourself. The spontaneity, if necessary, to pick yourself back up and address those challenges, brush it off and keep moving forward. Celebrate the graduations and the successes of your family. 
and let them always know how much you love them because this is an important time of year for them and you're a major part of their life to keep it going because once they're on their own, they fly their wings and they hope that they have a solid foundation to be successful beyond the moment of perhaps like when Taya, you said, when you're in school, you have a structured environment. Mm -hmm. How structured do you want your environment to be after graduation? It's up to you. Yeah, awesome. Yes, indeed. So graduates out there, as you're listening, take heed to this amazing advice. Take heed because, yes, it's, it is definitely a time to remember. You know, we want to be able to, as we did today, you know, we were able to go back and, and kind of connect to that part of ourselves from that point. And, and I think through our conversation, we saw our paths and our journeys and, and how we've, how we've evolved, right. And how we've right. Uh, right. come to, to where we are today. So amazing, amazing. So again, everyone, we hope that you enjoyed our show today. And again, if you're not subscribed, please go ahead and do so. We would really appreciate you going ahead and leaving us a review because it just helps to boost our ratings so that more people will see our show and you can listen to this podcast wherever you subscribe. So be sure to come back on June 3rd for another great episode. And again, we get that there are many podcasts out there. And we are both so happy that you choose ours as one of your favorites. So until then, this is Tay and Roz, where we talk all things adoption and reunion, but with a twist. Thank you.